This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Welcome back to our second hour. We have John in Nemo by uh, Glenn Rose and Joe in Saginaw, and we'll go to them in just a moment. First, I want to tell you about the SPCA of Texas pet. Our pet this week is Buster. Buster is a five-year-old mixed breed, a happy and smiley guy with a lot of love to give. He's very handsome. In fact, he said that with a brindle coat, pointed ears, and a great big smile. Buster seems to have one mood, and that is happy, happy, happy. He adores the staff at the SPCA of Texas, especially when they tell him what a good boy he is. He gets so happy to see people, and not only does his tail wag, his whole body wiggles in delight. The SPCA of Texas thinks he would do well with another affectionate pup in the home, and that he would be thrilled with any family that's willing to give him lots of love. To request an appointment to meet Buster and watch him wiggle, please visit spca.org slash dogadopt to submit an inquiry. He just sounds like fun. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Buster has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He will be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas at, at uh, hmm, there's a copy there, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, located at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Remember, you're looking for Buster. And uh, visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. But now when you look at uh, Buster on on your uh, computer, it's better on a handheld device. That way you can shake the device and Buster will wiggle right there in your hands. That's the way he is. You know know how Buster is. spca.org slash find a pet. I hope we can get Buster adopted. That would be cool for everybody. That is sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas premier roofing contractor serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. And when I say entire Metroplex, that goes beyond just the city limits of the the major cities. They are happy to help you and they'd love to hear from you at 972-562- 5788. They have done tens of thousands of roofs, including ours. They did our roof three years ago, right about now. And we are thrilled customers. You're about happy customers. We ramp it up beyond that. We are thrilled customers. They did our uh, roof quickly. They did it carefully. Uh, They knew that the landscape mattered. They probably had the... uh, the threat of I don't know what put into them before they went up on our roof, but I didn't hear that. I didn't directions being read to them at the street came down the hill and into our drive. But anyway, they did a beautiful job on our roof and they had lots of great suggestions for us to make the roof even better. Some that cost a little bit more and some didn't cost anything more. 
They do all kinds of roofs, composition, cleaning concrete tile, metal, slate, new and residential re-roofing. They even do flat roofs, and they put that on their website. We do flat roofs. Oh, my goodness. Most companies don't bother to tell you that. They don't want to take that on. They do uh, uh, everything you could possibly need. Uh, if you're selling your house this spring, getting ready to move to another city with a new job or to get to a different school district, uh, you need to have your roof inspected before the claim period expires, before you sell your home, or before you change insurance companies. Those are all important, and they can have your, uh, uh, have your roof inspected for you. Better that you find out that you have a roof problem before rather than after you try to sell the house. Wortham Brothers, roof inspection is absolutely free and without obligation. That's how we found that we had a serious roof problem. We kind of knew because we were beginning to develop some leaks. And they put a quick end to that. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, the best it gets. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, and thank you to Baylor Scott & White. Let's go to John in Nemo by Glenn Rose. John, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello there, Neil. Enjoy your show. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for I, uh, waiting on me. How can I help? You bet. I, uh, I'm i building a house down on the Brazos River, and the soil, you can go down five feet and there's nothing but red clay. There's no rock or anything. And I want to put in some shade trees. There's plenty of pecans, but I need trees with a higher canopy. And I was wondering what you would recommend. Taller than pecans? Yes. I don't know when I was I in Fort Worth, I put in red oak, and um, they did very well to provide shade. Yeah, there. they will do well, and they would be good there, too, but I don't know that they'll outgrow pecans. I have red oaks and pecans along our creek in Collin County. We have a dry creek bed, but it's it's uh, very moist, and it, it uh, has water in it during rains, and uh, the pecans are 15 or 20 feet taller than the red oaks. Really? Well, these yes, pecan trees aren't that tall. It's down in an orchard down there. But anyway, well, that's, so the red that's oak. Been, that's been planted then. They're not, they're not uh, uh, original factory equipment kind of thing with the land. They're, they're, they've been planted at some time subsequently, so they haven't reached their full mature height. Uh, red oak is a, is a wonderful tree. I have some red oaks on our property that are uh, 50 or 60 feet tall, and I have pecans that are every bit that tall that are older. Uh, wow. But Schumard Red Oak would be the next tallest, probably, and Burr Oak. I, I would say Schumard Red Oak would be probably your next best bet. Okay. And what time of the year do you recommend planting them? October is the best time because it gives the tree the longest possible time to get established. If you are uh, really religious about watering new trees, if you're there, if you live there, and and if you're really dedicated to the task, you can plant any time uh, because you either have to turn the water on or you have to carry the water to them. Uh, so you could plant now and, and be just as well off, but you must not let them get dry even one time. And it's just hard to, hard to have that discipline when it's uh, 104 degrees outside and the uh, 
you know, the British Open is playing and you want to be in there watching it. I, I'm not that big a golfer. I just tried to pick something that would make sense in the, in the uh, summertime. I understand. Yeah. And uh, what size tree would you plant as far as the diameter of the, the trunk? When, when I planted ours uh, on our 11 acres that we have, I planted live oaks at that time. Uh, subsequently, I planted a couple of red oaks and one cedar elm. Um, I, I generally, because of budget, I tried to get five or seven gallon trees. I would probably go to 10 gallon trees. Uh, there's no point in, uh, you gain a year for every upgrade in, in tree size that you go. I would definitely use container grown trees just so that you don't have that lag of, of a transplant shock. They take right off. And uh, so if, if your budget allows you to go from a 10 to a 20 gallon tree, that's great. 20 to uh, 40, 40 to 50, that'd be great. Uh, but okay. For me, it was for me it was a ten gallon tree, about max. <clears throat> and do you recommend uh, this root stimulant when you uh, plant them? If you're going out of containers, no, because you have all the roots there. You don't have to you don't have to worry about getting uh, the roots reestablished. One thing I would recommend is when you take the tree out of the container to plant it, if you see that the roots are wound around and around inside the pot. Um, use pruning shears to make one or two cuts just to force the tree to, to branch its roots out so that it doesn't end up encircling itself with, with big roots later, 10 or 20 years later. Uh, because okay, the roots I understand. continue to grow. Yeah, uh, that, may, that may not be a problem this year because nursery stalk is flying out of the nursery so fast that root bound is not a word they're using much this year. All right. Well, you've given me the uh, answers that I was looking for. I appreciate your help. Cool. Good question. Thank you, sir. I, I am yep. envious of that soil. <laughs> Share yeah, a little. very nice. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, I grew up in Brazos County, and we would go out every once in a while when the Brazos flooded. That was before all the uh, upstream reservoirs were built to control flooding and, and for water uh, uh, retention. And uh, out uh, east, uh, west of town, and... That was when I learned about silt and and uh, and topsoil being deposited, rich soils from upstream, and how deep that soil is on the west campus of of A and M out there, right at the Brazos River. It's it's a hundred, two hundred feet deep, of this glorious soil. Oh my goodness! And that's what he's talking about. Uh, let's see where we are. I need to need to tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is the a book I'd like to get in your hands because I think it will make a difference in you as a gardener. I hope it will. And uh, if you find it to be a great gardening reference, I would be thrilled. That's my goal. It may be the only gardening reference you'll need. It covers all aspects of gardening for all counties in Texas, wherever you live, even southern Oklahoma. It's 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, and 11 chapters. There's a 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks, and uh, that is Chapter 2. It tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. There are great details on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, lawns, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. Now, my special offer to you, because uh, first of all, it was delayed in printing, and now I have them, but I'm delayed in getting them signed because there were so many orders, several thousand orders, and I can do about 500 books a day, 
but then my arm hurts so badly, I sometimes have to take one day off to kind of rejuvenate and also get my newspaper columns typed. So I'm doing the best I can do. I, I worked 14 hours one day this week signing. Uh, I also am the boxing crew to a large degree and the delivery crew to the post office. They don't want to send a truck out to get that many books. It's a huge amount. So anyway, not to not to whine. I'm grateful for the business. I'm immensely grateful. But I'll do all of that, and I've left the special price on because I'm still running a little behind schedule. It's still just thirty one ninety five plus tax and postage. You're not going to find a gardening reference like this, a hardback printed in the U.S., with all of that color in it for thirty-one ninety-five, I don't think you'll find that very many places. But you can get my book for that if you order now, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Uh, the uh, two ways you can order, since it's not on Amazon, not in stores, you can order it from my website or you can call my office. The website is the better way, and that is neilsperry.com. The office number for Monday through Friday, nine to five. 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, not a zero, but an O, 800-752-4769. But the better way is at neilsperry.com. Every book goes out signed, satisfaction guaranteed, Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person, inside. In person, outside. Online, always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Our church. Hope you'll join us. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. And you are welcome. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. You know that. You know when you go in the front door, you are welcomed. People say, hey, thanks for coming in. How can we help you? And the next thing you know, you are put in contact with the person in the store. Contactless contact, I might add, in this jargon of... Uh, today uh, with the person who knows the most about whatever the subject is you're asking about it's paint it's that person if it's uh, plumbing it's the other person over there if it's gardening it's a third person somebody in that store is an expert in that field and they will find that man or woman and you'll get the help 
and you'll get a big smile. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Two cubic foot bags for $13.99, but you save an extra $3 with your Ace Rewards card and pay only $10.99, a limit of 60 bags. Beautify your potted flowers with miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Their specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months and protect against over and under watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soil so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as big versus unfed plants. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thanks, Stubby. Let's go back to the phone lines. And Joe in Saginaw has been waiting patiently. Joe, how can I help you? Uh, thanks, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Um, I've got a red oak tree um, that I planted about 25 years ago. Right now it's about a 90-inch caliper tree, so it's a beautiful tree. But this year, since I guess I don't associate with the freeze, it's not leafing all the way out. I've got about 25, maybe 30% leafing on it. The bottom has a little more leaf, but then you go all the way to the top, and there's, little, and there's spotchy areas where it's leafing, but not all limbs are leafing out. I can see buds on it, but... It's just not seem like it's going to come back. Yeah, that is uh, the way a certain percentage, I, I would guess probably 10 or 15% of the Schumard Red Oaks in North Texas are behaving this spring. Um, and that was the reason that I contacted the Texas Forest Service two weeks ago. And I said, we need your help uh, in North Texas. And subsequent to that, about the same time, uh, actually, I don't remember which I did first, but I put a post up on my Facebook page. I said, out of curiosity, I'd had a lot of posts on Facebook with the exact same thing that you just said, but with a photograph from uh, all over the state, not just Schumard Red Oaks, but also uh, a lot of Monterey Oaks and Sawtooth Oaks and others. And I said, do you have an oak that looks like this? And I, I uh, posted a photo that somebody had sent to me that probably looked like your tree looks. And I said, if you do, tell me what kind of oak you have, what city you're in, and um, uh, tell me if it looked normal going into the winter, because I didn't want something that had other problems, you know. And I had uh, 190,000 people look at that page, and better than 2,500 replies with photographs. It was from Aransas Pass all the way to the Panhandle and from Alpine out in the, in the mountains all the way to the Sabine River. It's all over the state, and it's, it, it, it blew the Forest Service away. And so they got busy and, and consulted their foresters all over the state and found that this is a real deal for consumers. They have a lot of urban foresters, and they wrote up a really nice piece that I put on my Facebook page and also put in my electronic <laughs> newsletter uh, this past Thursday. And so I don't know if you get eGardens. If you do, then it's there waiting for you. 
And if you don't, it's uh, on my website. Uh, if you click on eGardens, the sample that we leave up for one week, you can see it there, what they have okay. suggested we do. And, and basically, I can give you the sum total of it, but they explain what happened, why it happened, uh, what we can expect in the ensuing uh, three or four weeks, three or four months, and year. Uh, but basically, they're saying don't do anything right now uh, that these trees are okay. leafing out at their own rates. And it doesn't address just Schumard Red Oaks. It addresses all of them. Uh, they're leafing out at their own rates, and um, most of them will produce leaves all the way out. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen, Joe. I've never seen yeah. oaks behave this way. Uh, I hope they're right. I hope they're right. right. As I was replying to the, my, the the writer for the Forest Service who wrote the story um, on my phone the other day, we were putting out some signs for the Crate Myrtle Trails giveaway I described last hour at uh, Finch Elementary in McKinney. And uh, my wife was driving, and she had gone to put the sign out. And as I looked up from writing to him, I saw a big red oak right in front of Finch Elementary, which was built, I believe, in 1954. The red oak probably was planted that year, and it's doing exactly the same thing you described. I got a perfect photo of that plant sent to uh, uh, to him and said, wow, what a coincidence. And he said, oh, my gosh, I see what you're worried about. So uh, it's, it's a real issue. You're not alone. Um, and the Forest yeah. Service is on the case, and, and so are all the arborists and the nurserymen. The pre incoming uh, chairman of the board, which most people would call the president of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, has this going on on his property uh, over toward Greenville. Um, I'm watching it. Uh, it's all over East Texas. Greg Grant, the, the uh, Tyler Smith County horticulturist, uh, extension horticulturist, drives past 60 miles of these on his way to work and home from work every day. It's happening in the in the forests of East Texas. So, anyway, just kind of wait it out, and we'll see. Uh, if you if okay. you can subscribe to eGardens, which is free, I'll be keeping people up to date there. Or if you're on Facebook, I'll be keeping people up to date on my Facebook page as well. Okay, because so I've got another smaller one in the backyard, and it's fully leaked out. It's you know, absolutely it's not, the way it's happening. Six, seven years. Yeah, it's the right. way it's happening. Ten to fifteen percent are doing this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I Neil. wish I had an answer. It's just the craziest thing we've ever seen. Nobody has seen it happen. I don't think it's necessarily trees that in any way were weakened. We just don't know yet. Okay. So, anyway, right. you waited thirty Thank minutes you. for me to tell you that. <laughs> it's like That's going okay. to the car repair shop and they say, We don't know what's wrong with your car. So well, put, put, and put I didn't know if I didn't get home. an arborist out here or not. So. No, not now, not now. Yeah, and and right. one of the, one of the people involved in this consortium of people that that I, I pulled together was was Steve Hauser, of arborist of the year and the owner of Arborological Services. I said, Steve, we got to get some kind of common answer that we all put out. And Steve has something on his website that I'm going to put on my Facebook page in the next couple of days that is a masterful uh, address of this. So if you go to arborological.com, you'll see his write-up of it, and it's it's as good as what the Forest Service did. It's wonderful, and it's local. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate you. your call. It turned into a forum for a Sunday sermon here. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Have a, have <laughs> a good you. day. Thank you, Joe, very much. Bye-bye. All right, Katrina and Flower Mound with a Chinese tallow and Jerry and Azel, what to replace Indian hawthorns with. Uh, these are all freeze things, folks, and, and uh, I'll, I'll be back to help both of them. 
it's uh, it, it's still this uh, this one was really a bad cold spell. So stay with me, both of you and and all of you. Mueller at Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy to assemble, bolt together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail resistant. They come back by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But you know, true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value shows at the in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. They understand that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Numerically, that's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. The conversation. I pull my hair out thinking, where is this country headed to? Begins here. The other countries have to be looking at us right now like this is a mess. We're a joke. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is eGardens, and that's where you can see that uh, big report that the uh, Forest Service did, eGardens. And the way you see it is you become a subscriber, or this one time you have the opportunity to go to uh, my website because it's still sitting there. It will be there for uh, three or four more days at neilsperry.com. And uh, when you look at it, I hope you'll think, you know what, I better subscribe to this because you do so from that same page. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com and then click on the eGardens tab. Scroll down to where you sign up and you'll also see the option to see the most recent issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens. You'll uh, not only have that story, but you'll have a featured plant of the week. You'll have gardening this weekend and uh, the featured uh, question of the week, which is about the oaks and such. So all of this and more at neilsperry.com, Neil Sperry's E gardens 99 years serving dfw trending now trending now on wbap and wbap.com the heartbeat abortion bill will soon be on governor abbott's desk i'm dennis martin at the rexel usa wbap 24 7 news desk ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident on the westbound side of North Loop 820 has closed the right lane at Haltom Road. All of the southbound lanes of I-45 are still closed in the Ellis County town of Palmer. Very serious accident occurred there several hours ago. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today, cloudy, breezy. There's a chance for late afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High temperature will reach into the middle 80s. Tonight, slight chance of showers and storms. Overnight low in the high 50s. And on Monday, back to the forecast. Cloudy with a continuing chance for showers and storms. Monday's high temperature much cooler in the middle 60s. Right now, though, it's cloudy and 77 degrees. The Texas House has approved Senate Bill 8, known as the Heartbeat Bill. 
If the governor signs it, and he says he will, it will ban abortions in Texas after fetal heartbeats are detected. Opponents say that can happen within four weeks after conception, and many women don't even know they're pregnant that quickly. The bill also would allow anyone in Texas to sue any abortion provider who violates state law. Last night's boxing match at AT AT&T Stadium set an American indoor attendance record. The super middleweight title unification fight between Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders drew 73,126 fans. The previous American indoor record of more than 63,000 was set in 1978 when Muhammad Ali defeated Leon Spinks in the heavyweight title fight in New Orleans. Last night's bout, Alvarez defeated Saunders with an eighth-round TKO. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 News coverage always there for you at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis Baylor, Scott and White Health, GetBetterTexas.com. I have an important message for you. From Baylor, Scott and White Health, they are the ones who bring this entire hour, this entire year to your ears. And thank you to them. You know I'm here to offer helpful advice on how to keep your landscape and garden healthy and thriving. Well, somebody needs to do that for us humans. With my BSW Health app, and let me, let me read that more slowly, my BSW Health app from Baylor, Scott and White Health. I can manage my health care my way so I can keep myself in as close to tip-top shape as possible. I mean, if you know me, you say, that's not tip-top shape, <laughs> but I'm doing the best I can, folks. It helps me schedule appointments, get test results, message my doctors, even handle care for others in my family, all on my schedule and from wherever I am. And you don't even need a green thumb to download the My BSW Health app. That's the name of it, My BSW Health. Just text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. Don't thank me. Thank Baylor, Scott & White Health. Again, BETTER to 88408. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. All right, and oh, I have another ad to do for you here before we go back to the phone lines. I laid it down, and I need to tell you about Arborological Services. You know, the, uh, the winter was unkind to a lot of our trees. Some of those trees, like Arizona ash, probably are not going to come back. And you can go ahead and have them trimmed, trimmed pretty severely in some cases. Oaks, not so much. Don't be cutting on those yet. And that's what Arborological Services will tell you. And my sincere thanks to them for uh, sharing that wisdom with all of us through Steve Hauser, the owner, the founder. He uh, said, Neil, we should not be pruning oaks yet. We need to wait and see how they'll come, how they'll do. If you go to their website, arborological.com, you'll see that story that Steve wrote. I'm going to be putting it on my Facebook page and and probably in eGardens as well because the information is so pertinent. It is written for North Central Texas, arborological.com, and look for the article on, uh, I don't remember what it was titled. I'll look it up in a moment and I'll tell you. Uh, He sent it to me as an email, a 
uh, just a couple of days ago. But that's Arborological Services for the finest in tree care. They do all the tree work at our house. Their people are the best. Their crews are the best. They are highly skilled, highly trained. They've been with them a long, long time. Miguel Pastanez, one of their leading climbers, has won the Texas State Tree Climbing Championship 11 times. And if you say that to him, he just beams quietly. I like that. I'm so proud to get to represent them to you here because I know that your trees will be treated properly. And that's by Arborological Services on the web, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and on the phone, here's the important part, it's a little hard to find on their website, Uh, you have to find the contact us to to find it, it's 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, thank you, Stubby. Let's go to Katrina in Flower Mound. Katrina, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, I've got two questions for you. First of all, I've got a 30-year-old, 30-foot-high Chinese tallow tree. It is started leafing out from the base of the tree to about 15 feet high, but nothing at the top of the tree. Right. Do I need to trim back? The yeah, the top's branches. not going to come back. The top is not going to come back. And uh, frankly, I'm amazed that anything sprouted out. Um, I got into this business as a teenager, 13 years old probably, raising Chinese tallows in College Station. That was before South Texas discovered that they were invasive into the wetlands. And uh, everybody loved them in College Station at that point, And I sold them and uh, earned college money uh, by, by growing them. Uh, in North Texas, I, I brought one to my, my Aunt Grace in Garland and planted it at her house. And one of the winters in the late 1970s took it out and, and did what you've described. She had to have it pruned, and it was really mangled looking after that. Um, do whatever you care to do. It's going to be really odd looking. Uh, I've seen several others uh, that I saw one last night out in a farm field in a farm landscape yard. Uh, that they're going to have to uh, prune really severely. It's going to have a stub that's going to be eight inches in diameter. And I, I just can't conceive of that looking good ever again. Uh, they, If yeah. they wanted a Chinese tallow as quickly as tallows grow, they'd be much better off starting a new plant. But it is way north of where it ought to be grown. Gotcha. Well, the birds will miss it. Yeah, I they understand. Love that tree. I understand. That's why it's invasive in South Texas also, but not invasive as far north as as we are. We don't have wetlands, and it's too cold this far north. It's a pretty tree. I love the tree. Pretty fall color. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, my second question for you is I have uh, several Chinese fringe shrubs um, that still have dead leaves on them, Mm -hmm. uh, but they are leafing out, not from the base of the plant, 
but actually sprouting out new growth from the top. Mm-hmm. Do those need to be cut back? Probably so, now? just to spur some new growth. Uh, every every loripedalum, every Chinese fringe uh, shrub has reacted differently, it seems like. I don't know if it's every variety has been different or individual plants. I haven't paid that much attention, but but they all seem to be operating differently. Some have, have come up from below. Most of them have, have been pretty uniformly all over the plant with new leaves, just slowly. And um, uh, I, I would think that you would get better growth if you would prune them back some and take some of the responsibility off the root system and, and uh, just have half as many leaves that they have to support. Um, we're in uncharted territory. Uh, they were they were hurt very very badly, and they struggle anyway. You have uh, soil in Flower Mound that is more conducive to them. Most of us have tried to grow them in black clay, so I'm never touching the plant again because it won't grow in in my black clay soil. And I'm not you know after five years any soil amendment I make is gone. And so, uh, but in Flower Mound you have a better chance with it. And so I'd probably trim them by a third or forty percent, and and uh, fertilize it and water it, and or them, and and uh, see if they come back well for you. Hopefully they will. Terrific. Thanks All right. for your help, Neil. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Let me go to Jerry in Azel. Jerry, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Uh, love your book, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry to mention the word Hawthorne. <laughs> But I'm, I'm looking for a replacement of a rather large bed. Uh, it, the bed faces north, and it gets about half and half sun uh, with shade close to the foundation later in the day. Uh, the bed is actually about 8 by 10, and it's in front of a 9-foot window. Uh, on one side, I have dwarf Burford, and on the other side, I have a jap maple with some abelias. Uh, throughout the yard, I have nandinas, abelias, yopons, but I'm looking for something with color uh, that would fit in there nicely, and and then I could keep trimmed maybe at about three or four feet, and I'm in zone 8A. No, I, I got the now, zone. Now, if... now, I'm thinking of shine, uh, shine, uh, <laughs> sunshine ligustrum. Okay. That bad. Um... Well, it got hurt pretty badly in the cold, and I'm seeing a lot of them that are coming back with uh, the mutation back to green. Uh, not a lot, but 10% probably, 5%, and I'm really scared to see that. Um, Wanting something, you know, beneficial for birds and butterflies and hummers, you know, it's it's a hard thing. To well, now you don't, okay, you're not going to get any of that with sunshine ligustrum because it's not know, going to bloom. It's not going to have any fruit. Being I'm, in front of that huge the, window, it would the, give nice color. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, I would rather have flowers that are, are well, I, I just... Okay, I'd need to see the whole thing at one time. I, now, knowing what you wanted to put there, I'm trying to rebuild what you told me you have, and I don't want to try to uh, go back through that whole inventory of everything else you have. I'm, I guess it's just I like the, in, I, I, I like the sunshine ligustrum in moderation, but I see so much of it that I'm just worn out by it now. Uh, when I see it on the highway department plantings and then see it a year later and it's almost all gone, I, I just kind of get disinterested in it and commercial right. landscapes as well. Um, I'm I'm a big 
believer in let's use green plants and put flowering plants in for color and let uh, let annuals do it because they'll be colorful for five or six months and in the most beautiful color that you could have. And you can then choose the plants that will bring hummingbirds and butterflies. Uh, uh, Carissa holly is the best replacement for Indian hawthorn. It looks like Indian hawthorn has the same texture, same growth habit. You don't have to prune it. I'm also not a fan of pruning things to keep them in bounds. I want to get things that stay in bounds on their own. I don't want to get into pruning. But I can't I can't do a landscape design without seeing it, and I can't be given all the stuff from outside, all these other plants, and then, you know, and then uh, uh, conceive and, and picture in my brain it's just too much going on to try to figure out what would look good. If you tell me the size plant you want, I can tell you the best things that would fit in that size range. And then I have because to leave it up to you to say, well, I already have this or that. I like the other one better. Right. The best three-foot shrubs are, are Carissa holly, dwarf Chinese holly, which um, is is a very overlooked plant, I think, uh, dwarf Yopan holly, and dwarf Burford holly, which would have to be pruned occasionally. Uh, it has berries, so there's something nice for, for the birds. I like compact Nandina, and there are those who will say, yeah, but the cedar wax wings have a problem with it in that they can't digest it. Uh, I'm fine with that because you can prune it late in the winter, which you need to do anyway, and remove the, the berries before the birds come through. They're the, they're the last thing to migrate through, and you prune it in late January, they'll never have a chance at the berries, which is easy to do. That's what I do with mine. Um, and it's a beautiful shrub in the in the thirty inch range, so those are those are some really good options, and that gives you a lot of color. The the compact Nandina compacta, so uh, those Excellent. those would be my choices, I think. Excellent ideas. My, it's, I've got tons of yopons and nandinas and you know i just got all those things and i don't want to overdo it but they right. are excellent well, plants. get get into a uh, get into a garden center and and take photos with you and you're also at the at the mercy of what is available in this uh, in this crazy year most of the plants that replace indian hawthorns were sold out within two weeks uh, this year because everybody rushed to, to replace their Indian hawthorns. I must run, Jerry. Uh, that Those are my best suggestions to you. Uh, Sunshine Ligustrum would not be in that list. Uh, okay. Maybe for a spot of color here or there, but not for a big group of plantings. I just uh, don't think in the long run we're going to be quite as happy with it as we think we are at the outset. Yeah. So, hey, All thanks right. for the call. Uh, let me get my last break in. Then we have Dottie in Fort Worth and uh, perhaps another call or so. We don't know. Um, and I haven't said it for an hour. Happy Mother's Day to all of you who are moms. So congratulations on, on all of that. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. If all you have is the book with the cowboy boots, then folks, you really please consider getting this book. It's thirty one ninety five dollars uh, plus tax and postage. I don't obviously keep any of that. I would pass that along right at our cost, thirty-one ninety-five, and it will pay for itself. Chapter two, people tell me, pays for it. Now the price is going to be thirty-six ninety-five. This is a very short-term price until I get caught up on on signing the books and getting them in the mail. I'm behind on that because we had uh, we had about four thousand orders, and I can't sign four thousand in a in a heartbeat. It takes a while. Uh, I also have to get them into the boxes and get them to the post office. 
and uh, you just can't find help to do that for a short term. Uh, kids are in school. My wife broke her shoulder. I mean, I'm just nothing but whines. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Um, anyway, I'd love to get a copy to you. Chapter two is the calendar, the 48-page calendar, four pages per month of when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray the plants in your landscape and garden. You will know when you turn to the next month what needs to be done in that month. That chapter alone will pay for this book or I'll refund every penny you spend on this book. And then you have chapters on the basics of gardening in Texas and comprehensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. Those chapters have lengthy uh, uh, cha uh, charts. They're uh, actually posters. Those posters that I used to sell for $10 each, we're still selling them for $10 each. They are replicated verbatim in the pages of this book. And you don't have to pay anything extra for them. They're right there, $10 each. And there are four of them uh, replicated in the book. And you're paying $31.95, or you can buy them separately for $40. Go figure. So that's, that's an example. So you have uh, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in there. 840 photos, 344 pages, hardback, high-quality paper, printed in Texas. I sign every copy, and your satisfaction is guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. More than 60,000 copies sold, not one request for a refund yet. Uh, it's a $5 savings if you order it right now. Two ways you can order because it's not on Amazon and it's not in stores. This is the book with the Adirondack chair on the cover. If you have one of the first four printings, you don't need to buy this one. This is the fifth printing of the book. And uh, here are the ways you can do it. You can either call my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. Or you can order it right now like you need to at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello Texans, Bob Phillips here with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller. As a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing, Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. For contest rules and an entry form, go to MuellerINC.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner -owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Thank you, sir. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatment, maybe Venetian blinds or some kind of curtains, whatever it is, and you'd like to get plantation-style shutters with those wide louvers, oh, my goodness, my friend, you need sunburst shutters. They are the the best it gets. They're made of polywood. Polywood is a man-made material that won't crack or, or warp or split or peel. It's a beautiful look in your home. Two and a half, three and a half, 
or four and a half inch louver size and they are spectacular and uh, so i hope that you'll Take a look at them. You can start by going to the website. Everybody wants to do that first. Just say, God, you say to yourself, right, let me look at this and see if I want to call them and have them come out. Sunburstshutters.com. When you go to the website, you'll look there for 10 or 15 minutes, and then you'll say, let me, let me mark down that phone number. I think I am going to call them. Sunburstshutters.com. Oh, and by the way, they also serve Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. The phone number is 214-343-2601. They custom make every shutter for a specific opening in your home. Now, when you go into the factory, if you, if you, if you care to look in, peek in, you'll see them making shutters and, and putting them uh, in, into groups, into clusters, and, and those clusters then go to houses to be installed. And every one of those shutters that they're making has a window out there in the world somewhere that's going to receive that shutter. That's pretty amazing. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Dottie in Fort Worth. Dottie, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. I have a, a newly replanted south side um, along the house uh, foundation, and it gets six to eight hours of a lot of sun. And looking for some filler, because it's looking pretty sparse, and I was thinking about blackfoot daisies. I noticed you gave them a two. Is there anything I need to kind of watch out for with that? No, I think they'll I think they'll serve you well. They're... Uh... They're very pretty plants. There are a lot of other good perennials that you could use that uh, uh, would go with them. When you start uh, uh, planting perennials, you have to be mindful of uh, when they bloom and how tall they are and uh, uh, kind of uh, make sure that they all match up together well so that one doesn't block the other so that that they don't uh, uh, clash with each other color-wise and... Mm -hmm. uh, don't crowd into uh, one another. There's a lot of space in this bed. <laughs> so we've got well, I understand that. But, <laughs> but, but when you do a perennial bed, if, if you'll, you're, you're referring to my book or to the poster? Uh, the book. The book. All right. You'll see the, the guidelines that I've given you in the book about how to plan for perennials so that you have some anchoring shrubs and uh, oh, I some do. things I do. For, is... for continuity. You've got to have that. And then you can inter- intersperse annuals for the, to fill in those void times when nothing is blooming or nothing looks very good. Uh, uh, pansies yeah, I've, in got the winter a, time. I've got a background of, of evergreens. This yeah, and, and like I say, pansies in the wintertime when everything is, uh, has died to the ground in the perennial part of it. But anyway, okay. you'll, you'll do fine. Just plant it carefully. Perennial gardens take a lot more effort than annual gardens. There, there are a lot more work because, and, and people don't realize that because things are always changing. You're always adjusting uh, your, uh, your, your uh, uh, thinking, but they'll be fun. And the Blackfoot daisies are, are one nice element of it. And I, I wanted to, something with a look, uh, kind of like um, variegated variety um, that can take sun. 
Is there such a thing? Oh, oh certainly not very good liriope. I'm not a big fan of the ornamental grasses. If you're talking about an edging material, I like ornamental grasses in moderation. I like a couple of them, not very many of them. Boy, I'd have to think on that one. I don't know of anything that looks exactly. Some of the sedges might work. I don't know about the sun, though. The sun's the killer for you. I'm, I'm out of time. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy gardening.